The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to OnlyFans Q&A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host, Alf. And welcome to the Hard Knocks postgame on OnlyFans. If you want to become a member of OnlyFans, you go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. And you can become a member there for $3 a month. Uh, this is a show that we do every week right after Hard Knocks airs. And we essentially just talk about the episode and what you saw. All right. And I, I'll bring on my first Remember, when I get you on, just identify yourself so that way everybody knows who you are. Hey, Alf, it's uh, Nalgan and Tonic. Hey. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a tough watch, but yes, um, it was. I'm glad I'm glad I got to watch it with people. <laughs> that so. thing, that thing was like you could see it coming. They edit that so well. If you guys don't know uh, the Hard Knocks crew, like you can't see them like. The only time that you know that they're there is when uh, the coaches do their press conferences. You see that there's extra people in the room that you've never seen before, and you're like, okay, those are the Hard Knocks people. Also, where the media parks, uh, there's a trailer there that that's where they're doing all the editing, and you know that's when you can see them. But otherwise, you, you really don't see them. But, man, they edited that thing perfectly. They showed they they managed to find a, a part of practice that was complete shit, <laughs> and they showed that like this to like <laughs> as like a you know as a foreboding you know what I mean as a as a tool yeah. to forebode what was coming on Monday night. So yeah, you know yeah they, they featured think- Mostert because he had the two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Uh, they do a fabulous job. They really do. Like NFL films is just awesome. Yeah, it was it was good. I think. There didn't appear to be, I mean, obviously it's edited down, anything obviously wrong with sort of the in-week messaging by the coaches. Um, I really liked, I actually really liked the grass part because I I didn't know that's how the field is. uh, Yeah, Stephen Ross owns that, that, uh, that, that sod farm. He, He owns that. Like, that's his. He bought it for the team. That's crazy. Cause it, cause relative to, uh, like the Jets fields, I mean, well, that's you a got dump. One. Uh, the Jets use field turf. Uh, that costs $150,000, and uh, a company comes, and they install it, and then they maintain it once a month. And by maintain it, I mean that they just flatten it again, mm-hmm. and they add more rubber pellets. That's it. It's a piece of crap. Like, this is sod. This is Bermuda grass. This is what 
you see on golf courses. So the Dolphins essentially play on a golf course, which makes it pretty fast. Uh, most fields, by the way, in the NFL are Bermuda. Like, there's just a few that are not, you know. Uh, worst fields in the league uh, are obviously where the Jets and Giants play and Cincinnati's. Those are the, the two worst, and it's not even close. I think it's just it should be uniform across the league. It should be grass. You know? Yeah, for sure. And my other takeaway is I need, like, a Anthony Campanelli-like alarm clock or have him yet like something where he's yelling slogans at me while i'm working out or something like that because that guy's just, a wild man man jesus up. christ the dude it's it's so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is man so anything else any other observations you got from the from that show no i i just think uh there didn't appear to be anything obvious from the in-week you know coaching so it, it Nah, I don't have any other observations. All right. Thanks. All right, man. All right, thank you for participating. All right, as I bring you up, identify yourself. This is Cap Stern. Hey. Hey, Al. Hey, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't actually find it that hard to watch. It was fascinating because, to me, kind of watching the team bond and talk is just always, always interesting because, you know, so many of us don't get to see what you get to see. I love the three motherfucker rule. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, and their attention to detail. To be the voice of my GPS. Yeah. Oh my God, Campanelli is it, it, <laughs> the voice of your GPS. With the, yeah. make a fucking turn right here. <laughs> <laughs> Would so, that be awesome? I don't know. You're I at guess. your you're at your fucking destination. <laughs> I've been a Dolphin fan for so long. It's hey like, asshole! You your destination is on the right. <laughs> Dude, I can make a fortune. motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a fortune. In the offseason, I'm going to hit up Anthony Campanelli and I'll tell him, look, let's go partners on this thing, man. You yeah, know? exactly. All you got to do is get in a booth and record a bunch of shit. That's it. And you could be the voice of GPS. You know? You know, I've been been a Dolphins fan, I mean, my whole life. I, You know, perfect season, Marino years. The whole guy is falling at 9-4 and four just, ugh. I don't know if that's just the generations that came after guys like us, that that's all they've seen is the collapses and the fall aparts. And it's just that PTSD they can't let go of, but it's like, uh, we're still in first. We've still got a shot at this. You're not dead until you're dead. And I I just struggle with that some days, you know, with the, we're still a great team. Everybody shits the bed sometimes. Well, every team this year has had a bad game. And now the dolphin, the dolphins aren't immune to that. So now they've had a bad game. So uh, they're pretty much the last good team that didn't have a bad loss. Now mm-hmm. everybody has a bad loss. So it is what it is, man. You know. And as honestly, in the grand scheme, Vrabel's a good coach. Yes. In this, in the landscape we have, he's actually a good coach. He's a really, really good coach. They're lucky to have him, and. Um, he actually did a very good job in that game. If you notice, he had all his timeouts at the end. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, they had no operation issues. They managed the clock perfectly before the half. Remember? Yeah. You know that was a little bit of a, a, of arrogance there because we had a third, a third and seven, and we went for it thinking that they would sit on it, and we didn't really prepare, you know, a long punt mm-hmm. or anything, you know. 
like we tried to kick it either out of bounds or to a corner to try to you know close out their return and they were playing the clock the whole way so they mm-hmm. thought that they could get something of course they they got an OPI uh on on X um D hop pulled his arm down and that was that yes. gave him 3 points right before the half mm-hmm. you know but uh i thought you know what my my favorite part of this episode was was duke riley getting the green dot Mm-hmm. You know, and I I heard that he was going to get the green dot. And I was like, really? Like, you know, but it was just speculation at the point at that time. And sure enough, they, you know, that's an honor that you're coming off the bench, you know, and you get the green dot, you know? Yeah. You know, and he was doing a good, he was doing a good job. He was doing a good job. He was getting them in and out. Uh, you know, he had them in the right calls. You know, if you rewatch that game, defense was actually pretty good until they weren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they give up, what was it, 140 yards and 15 points in the last three minutes. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I think I think when the speed and pressure started, the lack of Howard calling the secondary out there is probably part of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, there was uh, there were some issues there, of course. Um, you know, you saw at the end, that last touchdown, who was making the tackles. Elijah Campbell was making a tackle. We had, like, no... We had Elijah Campbell and Brandon Jones out there. Those were our safeties. Yeah, that's not good. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're good players, but those are not, you know, that's not Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland. You we know? just need to tell Brandon that the guys in the other jersey are Dolphins. They'll probably hit them harder. Oh, my God, man. Like, you know, he's having a hard time. He slammed into X to open the game, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, not this shit now. <laughs> Him, too. And no, but X came back the next series. Thank God. Yeah. I did have one kind of deeper question for you. How long? I mean, I think there are shortcomings that McDaniel has. Everybody just thinks because, quote, he's a genius. I think he's a good, he's great at inventing, but I don't think he knows what he doesn't know until he experiences it. And he's had Tyreek always and kind of forever. And I don't, I think he just, you know, it feels like he's missing a, the backup plan in case Tyreek is out because. It's not that we throw everything to Tyreek. Tyreek opens a lot of things up that that makes everything else work. So when he's out, it's more than just who am I going to throw it to. There's got to be some other things there. And then there's just certain situations in games that at, what is it, was he at, 30 games coached in his whole freaking career and everybody expects him to know all the shit like Tomlin does? This doesn't make any is, – is that just something that comes with time and how long do you think that is before he's kind of a – a cultured, not cultured, uh, season, really, truly seasoned head coach. Usually how it happens for head coaches is that third year because that third year usually either makes them or break them, you know? You either have a successful third year or you're getting fired because you're on some type of plan. Now, it's different. McDaniel made the playoffs his first year, and he's going to make the playoffs his second year. So he already earned himself a next contract. Like, that's happening, okay? But next year, he's already gone around the league at least once or maybe even twice. And he's gone twice around the division. So he's gotten a feel for everybody in the division. You know? One thing I do like about Mike McDaniel is his emphasis on the division and how big he makes those games. You know? 100%. You know? Uh, like, you saw it in, in, in Hard Knocks. And, and we saw it last year. He kept talking about it. And you saw it in Hard Knocks the week of the, the Black Friday game. You know? He kept talking about this is a division opponent. This is a big deal, you know. 
And sure enough, you know, so I'm pretty sure he's going to talk it up again this week. You know, I, I don't think I don't think they ha- I don't think they I think they have an opportunity to win out. I think Baltimore is going to be the hardest of all of them, but I think Dallas you can you could scheme for Parsons and I mean everybody else on the team cannot run Denver's CBs. It's just going to be can they put a cap on Dak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when they play when they play the Cowboys, they're going to have an advantage, and the Cowboys do have this thing on grass that's a real, mm-hmm. very real thing. You know, they're two and seven uh, on grass the last two seasons, and included in there was a loss this year to the Cardinals. Like that's a trend. That's a, that's mm-hmm. something. So, you know, uh, I think you want. You know, you want the perfect storm. You want Miami to win this week against the Jets. And you want Dallas to beat Buffalo. And then that way you're playing Dallas to win the division. Yeah. You know, and you want yes. that. You want Dallas coming in here on a high. They lose to Buffalo. They might refocus, you know. And I don't I don't think that X and Ramsey can't cover Lamb. And that all they have is Lamb from a speed perspective. Yeah, they they do a lot of tricky stuff with, with with Cooks also, you know. Yeah, you know, but that's pretty much their offense and Ferguson over the middle. But we, we're gonna need Holland for for that game. You know, that's a fact. We're gonna need we're gonna need Holland. Have you heard if it's truly two sprained MCLs, like everybody's saying? That's what he said. That's what he said. But wow. he also he also said that you know he's coming back. You know <laughs> that he's coming back pretty soon. So we shall see. Uh, I don't I know. If, I don't know if we need him this week, but we absolutely need him for Dallas. Yeah, I kind of wonder if the team meeting today was you no. Know, McDaniel can't tell us to sit down anymore. We need to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like that has to happen. Like, there's one for sure, and that's Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead has to come back already. You know, he has to come back and he has to play. And he has to play in this game. They they need leadership on that offensive line. Yeah. You know. Thank you, sir. All right, man. No problem. All right. If anybody else has any questions, you could put them in the chat. If not, you know, we could start wrapping up right here. Uh, somebody puts in. Uh, I think Chris's point about them kind of getting a big head. That's by the way, that's Chris Kaufman, my my co-host. Getting a big head seems to have weight. It's hard to overcome that many injuries that you're not prepared for. That's very very true. All right, I got somebody else coming up, and then we could wrap after that. All right, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself. Hey, uh, can you hear me? It's Byron. Um, yes, I got uh, you. I, yeah, I was just, I'm a bit suicidal about this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I, I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, when, what's his name? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done. When Williams went down, I've asked it with, um, what's his name? Chambers of Secrets guy. And I was like, you know, how does it affect things in terms of timing and stuff? Because to me, um, people talk about Tua and Tyreek Hill and thing. And I kind of think, to me, the timing aspect of the offense is kind of the most important thing in terms of, I just think when things go a bit haywire, like he had, he had the most time in the, in the pocket last game, um, apparently. And to me, it's just when things kind of go a bit wrong and people aren't in the right place, that's when things go really wrong. So I was wondering with Connor Williams being out, how much does it affect us going forward in terms of being an effective offense? Um, and yeah, is it, is it something which is going to be kind of world ending or is it, you know, is it kind of bigger loss than if like Hunt didn't come back at all or is he kind of bigger because he kind of he's, he's you know he's doing his taps and everything like that uh we could overcome this uh, rather easily when hunt and armstead comes back the only thing is that mm. armstead is much much closer to coming back like he should probably play on sunday uh mm. i think that uh the issue is hunt um i'm not mm. certain and in fact i would bet against him coming back on sunday and mm. i think they mm. want him for the cowboy game but you know, that's probably not a wise bet as well. So I would say the Ravens game is the target. Uh he re aggravated that injury against the yeah. against the commanders. You know, so remember and he was out already a few weeks before mm. then. So when you re aggravate something like that, it's pretty bad. So you know, it's and it's a hamstring. And in this offense for a guard, that's that's huge. Okay. You know, because you're gonna mm. lose lateral movement that way. So that's the important. That's the key, key injury. Him and Holland are essential. If and that's the right word, they are essential for a playoff run. Because mm. I think yeah, they could even, like, they, they could even get by with with Taron Arms to taking his sabbaticals. You know. Yeah, because it's funny because people kind of say about Hill was a game changer, and you know, obviously it's not like, oh yeah, we don't need Tyreek Hill. It's like, you know, it's kind of stupid if even kind of even thinking about that. But to me, with you know, I think the offensive line, if you if you can't run the ball and you can't, you know, all those things like you're saying with Hunt and stuff, it's like it's like I was kind of bashing on Austin Jackson, like, oh, you know, he's had, a, you know, I, to me, he when we had to kind of protect late on, it's like a throwing situation. I thought he did poorly, but. You're right. When you know Hunt comes back, hopefully he comes back. You know you have that continuity, and you can kind of start dominating teams up front and getting kind of guys like that kind of more comfortable. I suppose you know it's better than having Cotton next to you or whoever. But um, yeah, no, it's a shame. I was I was just devastated when I heard it. I was like, you know, it's our luck. <laughs> you know, Connor Williams goes down. You know, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I actually had, I had a question. Waddle, um, is he running? Is he him and Tua? Is it slightly off recently in terms of like their routes and stuff? Because to me, it's like you see one or two times a game where it just seems like they're totally off, you know, off the beat kind of thing. It just seems bizarre. In you know, yes. previous years it's been so good. I just don't know what's kind of happened with that. It just seems like they haven't been practicing together almost. It's just bizarre. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's uh I think that's that's an actual thing. Uh you know, and you wouldn't think it because they had such good chemistry last year, you know, and mm. great chemistry the year before. But yeah, man, those reps, those practice reps matter. And if Tyreek Hill is eating up practice reps, you know, you're gonna lose some chemistry. Mm. 
with with mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. You know, in the off season, he does have to work on his game a little bit because Jalen Waddle he came in with a great mindset last year, and look at the season he had. He had a great season mm-hmm. uh, this year. He can't. You know, I'm not going to accuse him of not coming in with the right mindset <laughs> because he's a guy that works really, really hard. You yeah. know. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's one of those where he's gonna have to get back into the lab, man. He's you know this off is gonna be important for him. He's an elite wide receiver and he's not playing like one. You know, mm. you know he is yeah. the, he is the heir apparent to Tyreek Hill when Tyreek yeah, Hill retires. Yeah. So you know he has to. He's an elite wide receiver. He should be one. That's it's as simple as that. You know it should be as simple as Tyreek Hill goes down. Doesn't matter. We have another elite wide receiver on the field in Jalen Waddle. So we could run essentially all the same stuff. They got to give them. They got to give them some reps on that. They really, really do. You know. Do you have any you questions about? Do you have any questions from the about Hard Knocks tonight? I I, I can't. To be honest, I can't watch it because I'm in the UK. So it's, oh. a bit, it's a bit. like I watch it on. You know. You know, we've got YouTube and whatnot. <laughs> people, people seem like they haven't caught anyone doing it. It's bizarre. Like there's like six or seven YouTube channels just posting it. High def. You know, no one's been taken down or anything. So I've just been waiting for that. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch it tomorrow morning. I'm still doing work and whatnot now, but um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's gonna be a depressing one. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, it's it's just gonna be horrible watching that back. But yeah, I mean. I hope they just kind of turn it back on against the Jets. I mean, I was thinking, it's funny, um, my football team is a Premier League team called Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. And we did a thing where we were 2-0 up. I left the game with, with my family. I was like, oh, you know, it's a good win. Bottom team, we've got from, these guys are minnows. You know, they're like absolute dirt. And um, they drew 2-2 within like five minutes. And the crowd <laughs> was like pissed. I was like, it was like, you know, stage on food. But I was thinking, I was saying to people in the chat, you know, it, it could go two ways. This like my team's imploded after that game, basically. You know, it's kind of like, you know, because people kind of lose their minds about it because it's like really faltered and stuff. But I hope they just kind of, kind of get concentrated and just, it just seems like they're just a little bit all over the place, like in terms of not being like all over the place, like they're not professional, but it just seems like these smaller teams, they kind of, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when they have these kind of big games, they kind of have, it just seems like there's a little, little, little less lack of concentration. They try to kind of do things over the top, or it's just they don't stick to basics, kind of thing. And you know, you want them to run the ball more and do things kind of more obviously. But yeah, I just hope mentally they come back against these Jets. They just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> but you know, just have the right mindset. You know, I'd be happy. I'd be so happy if they could just have a clean game. You know, nothing too crazy and just. I don't know, look more concentrated and just kind of back on track that way. But, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> Jets are, are riding high, yeah. and, you know, that that's the perfect thing. You know what I mean? That's the perfect time to get them. You know, uh, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson was – Oh, yeah, pon- Zach Wilson was a superstar, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's you know – he's He was pondering, he was, he was pondering <laughs> retirement last week, but now he's, you know, now he's <laughs> their savior. You know, so yeah, it's it's the perfect storm for them for the for the Dolphins to get a win and get right back on track. But you know, I think Mike McDaniel had the right he had the right tone after that game. He was like, "Does it hurt? Mm-hmm. Good. It should hurt plenty." You know, you got to remember mm-hmm. this. You know, and they'll go over it. You know, I'm pretty sure that they're going to go over everything that they did wrong this week because they're going to remember it. And those reps in practice are going to be important. They got to be sharper. Because they were not sharp in this game. As soon as Connor Williams got injured, all hell broke loose. 
yeah. Do you remember? You, you watched the game. You remember how sharp they were to start that game? They looked like they were going to score well, yeah. fifty. Yeah, I was just thinking. You know, I, I was I was doing work and I was just kind of looking around. It's like you know, it's, you got to the goal line so easily, and you kind of think, yeah, Tula's cooking, Tyreek's cooking, running well. That's you know, and you fumble it, and you think, Jesus Christ, not again. And you know. I don't know. It just—it's weird. Even the injury thing I thought last night was bizarre. I mean, you can't. Uh, I mean, how many times do you get injured? Like, you know, you get—you kind of think. I feel like Dolphins is kind of like one of those things where you think it's that game where you kind of the top dog kind of thing, or you have the kind of momentum to be the team, the team. Everyone kind of crowns you that week. You get an injury, or you get a bad feet, or whatever, and it feels like a boon, balloons popped. You know, you can feel it in the crowd, kind of thing. Like, yes. you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not watching the game. Like the whole, like I'm watching the game, but I'm, like, you know, it's on and off, kind of thing. I'm working, and you can just hear the crowd being like, you can hear that kind of murmuring bullshit. And you're like, okay, crowd's yeah. a bit uneasy, and it's like, wait a minute, we're playing the Titans at home. You know, these guys aren't shouldn't be good, and you kind of, it's weird. It, it's sports are so weird like that. You kind of give teams a momentum like that. You kind of that horrible kind of uneasiness and, yeah and the um, feeling the feeling yeah. in that stadium when that game started that crowd was losing their yeah, minds <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. uh you can uh, see it in hard knocks they commented on it uh the wives were talking about like they, they were talking about the stadium is really really loud right now mm. uh the fans were losing their absolute minds when and when zach Seeler got the interception for the touchdown Oh, that, the the yeah. the roof looked like it was gonna fly off the the place, and as soon as Tyreek got injured, you could it you could hear it, you know you could hear a mouse you could hear a mouse piss on yeah. cotton, okay, <laughs> it, it was yeah. it was it was eerie. I remember I, I'm watching the game and I'm like, what the hell is going on in that that place is like really you know really 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 quiet you know <laughs> it was it was eerie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's kind of it's weird. Like I, 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 don't, I know it's kind of like an obvious. It's like oh, you're just comparing it, but it's you know similar kind of themes. But to me, it's like the Steelers last year. That game, like you roll out and you're like, we're gonna beat the shit out of these guys. Like this is it. You know, we're gonna beat. We're gonna put forty on it, and everyone's gonna be like, oh, the Dolphins are legit. And then I don't know what it. Is. I think it's like when you play these kind of hard nosed kind of. I know like the Steelers aren't exactly the same as the titans and stuff how they play defense and but it's kind of like a scrappy game you know you kind of get bogged down with them you kind of you know you kind of fight dirty against these kind of teams and it just feels like i don't know like that game too you just kind of feel like you get sucked into this kind of horrible kind of disgusting i thought they were dirty as hell the titans as well i thought to be honest like i thought it was bullshit to be honest that um tyree tackle i thought that was they should have been a penalty. You know, they kind of said it. Yeah, but like the two aside, like to me, variable and stuff, like these kind of hard-nosed teams kind of like, I, I like, look, they're going to have to do it. I mean, like the Pats and Jets and all this kind of stuff kind of like doing it. But like, yeah, it just felt like to me, um, it's almost like you're playing with fire. Like there's, there's, there's everything to lose when you play someone like that. And it's a dangerous game in sports when – you have everything to lose and the crowd knows it. <laughs> you know, it's like you can only win so much and you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you could, it's, I don't know if, if, if it's just one of those things like football, soccer's really like that where it's like you don't score a goal long enough and people are like, 
fucking hell, we could lose you know one one kick and you and you're and you're fucked. You know, you lose a game and it felt like that last night. It just felt like that first touchdown went in from them and I was like, Oh Christ <laughs> You know, like they're gonna they actually have a chance in this. And I felt like we kind of I I don't know about you, but that the drive I feel like the drive when we got the ball back when they scored the first touchdown at the end. It was just so passive. It was just it, I know I understand you have to run to try to get the clock down, but um, yeah, I don't. I feel like it, I feel like everyone just lost their minds a little bit. I feel like they just kind of you know Vic Fangio and Mike McDaniel just kind of lost a little bit of focus at the end. But I just hope look, I just hope they kind of just get it buttoned up tomorrow. And look, it's a lesson for the end of the season. I mean, they they've been they've been saying that all year in terms of injuries and stuff. I mean. it's bit them here probably but um i hope it's just a lesson later on and then it's worth it but you know it's how you're gonna look at it yeah uh, i think that they'll be fine on on sunday because they had that edit that added bonus of playing a team that i think that they have a healthy dislike for okay <laughs> Uh, and you can see it when you have austin jackson getting himself thrown out of the game because he throws a punch at somebody <laughs> Then, you know, yeah. that's a team that they're going to look at. They're going to say, oh, no, 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 not you guys. You guys are not coming in here to ruin our season, okay? Yeah. We're going we're yeah. to preemptively kick the crap out of you, okay? <laughs> you know, this is not happening. Well, all right, guys, yeah. I, I got to let you go because I think we're no, running, we're running so way over time. But thank you for participating. Thank you. All right, guys, this is going to be it for our Hard Knocks postgame. We do this every single week on Discord, on our Discord. You go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFins, OnlyFins, and you can join for $3 a month. Thank you all for participating. Thanks for listening to OnlyFins Q&A Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.